Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. Good morning and welcome. It's News Talk 1130 WISN's Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group hosting the show and back in... Boy, the big chair, Marie McFarland. You get the host seat today. I do have the host seat today. It's a big deal. Yeah, Welcome back, Marie. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Happy Saturday. You've been on many of the programs, and I should have asked you before the show, do you have an official title at the Kowal Investment Group? I do have an official title. It's financial advisor. So I'm one of the financial advisors on the Kowal Investment Group team. Also one of the uh, many team members that Monday through Friday do the daily market updates. And uh, keeping us posted with all the activity, it seems like there's always volatility recently, Marie. Yes, there's lots going on, lots lots to report on. Well, so the, and we'll give background on the Kowal Investment Group. How do you reach out with questions? Well, the best way maybe is, at least for now, check out the website, thekowalway.com. Thekowalway.com, and we'll give you info throughout the show. Uh, we are going to hear from Jeff Kowal today on the show. In fact, that's after the first break. So stay tuned along with Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute Business Owner Savings and their security. Those are weekly features. And I think you get the honors of doing the sexy segment today. Yes, I do. I have a pretty important topic for the sexy segment. So make sure you stay tuned. It's learning from other people's mistakes. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Jeff told me you like horror stories. so I, I like horror stories <laughs> because you can learn from them. You can learn from them. So uh, we'll if, go through that. If you repeat, right, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over right, and expecting yes, different, different results. Result. Yes. Well, if you're making mistakes, let's hope you can learn from them. This is an everything in life. I'm not getting philosophical, Marie, but it's true. In your world at the Kowal Investment Group, strictly retirement. That's your niche. That's what... That is our niche. Yes. And that leads perfectly to my conversation I wanted to have with everyone today. So a big hot topic I've been having with clients um, and kind of what are people facing today? The biggest one is the pension lump sum versus annuity. And we've talked about this, right? So we've had multiple conversations on air about pension lump sums looking different today versus tomorrow due to interest rates. So I thought it would be powerful to go through a little bit about what the annuity options are and what the lump sum option looks like. Pros and cons of both give you a description of what that looks like altogether. And then ultimately, I ran a cash flow analysis for us to go through I know the audience can't see it, but I'll do a great job visualizing it for you. Oh, yeah, you you'd always do, Marie. Yes. Two, th- two observations before you start, and that is the word pension. There are still pensions around. There are still pensions. Quite a few, actually. Um, for people that have been working for a company, I'd say more than 25 years, there's quite a few pensions. And observation number two was, yes. um, you talked about mistakes that we can learn from it. You want to talk about pensions. And then you mentioned that word annuity. Many people, myself included, don't quite understand annuities yes. and how they work. Are they right for me, basically? So I know you'll get into all of that. Uh, and these are hot topics that you see every day with your clients as a financial advisor. And that, you know. This is stuff we face in the real world. So the floor is yours, Marie. Thank you. So this pension lump sum versus annuity payout 
it's a tricky decision. Um, and there truly are a laundry list of things you need to consider when it comes to deciding. I won't go through it all because I would bore everyone to death, but you do have to be aware of the important ones and how are we helping our clients accomplish this question? Well, we're making sure we do right by you and we have that fiduciary responsibility to make sure we go through all of your options and really help you understand all the different factors and how they pertain to you. So when we think about pensions, so there are multiple pensions still out there. And so it affects a lot of people that are looking at retiring now. Now, do pensions technically affect the next generation coming up? Probably not, right? There's less pensions out there than before. Definitely. Um, A lot less than even 30, 40, 50 years ago. Before the 401k rolled around, that that was kind of it, right? And so now it's on people, you know, saving for themselves for retirement instead of the company. That's right. So right now, interest rates are rising, and this causes the rate that's used to calculate lump sums to increase. And why? Because it's making it actuarially equivalent to the annuity option. And this is a pretty complex calculation. Actuaries are performing this calculation to come up with a lump sum versus annuity payout. Um, So What's happening today, interest rates are going up, lump sum pensions most likely will go down and get smaller. Now, again, to kind of reiterate why is this happening, well, because they have to discount the value of a stream of future payments. Is it a normal correlation that when the feds hike the interest rate, this happens? Yes. Okay. So anytime those interest rates go up, normally your lump sum pension will go down. Okay. And vice versa. Um, in contrast, though, that interest rate, it doesn't play any calculation difference truly into the annuity payment. Okay. So it's only the lump sum calculation. The pension annuities are not directly impacted by those rate changes. Um, so those annuity payments are typically generated by a formula, and that's based on age years of service and salary. So These are monthly payouts? Correct. Right? Okay. They're monthly payouts. And so they're a fixed amount per year, right? So a fixed amount per month that you would get for an annuity payout. So an annuity payout looks like, okay, I either have the lump sum option where I take this lump sum, right? Significant amount of money, most likely. And I take that on my own and I have to go invest that and make sure that that covers me for retirement. When you say significant, Whatever you've had yeah. in there yep. could be up to a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Even more than that. I've had multiple conversations. With that, people that's over. a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And it does play a factor in what you what you do. So you can also take the annuity option. And the annuity option is saying, OK, I'm going to keep my pension roughly with the plan. And in turn, I'm going to be guaranteed X amount every single month for the rest of my life and most most often, if you're married, you can have a joint life. And it is the rest of the life. So you could live for two more years or yes. well into your 90s. Correct. Okay. Or over 100, right? You could be Similar that to Social Security in that regard, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Very similar. So um, things to consider for the annuity option, some top things to keep top of mind is, okay, this is guaranteed income for life and spouse if you pick a joint life. What does joint life mean? It means, okay, there's two lives that have to be protected for this annuity option. 
Joint life, you're, there's usually options. You can do 100% joint life, 75% joint life, 50%, which means the surviving spouse gets that percentage of what the working spouse received. Um, now, if you pick a joint life option, the monthly income you would receive goes down, right? Because, it, it makes sense. Yeah, because they're Upon your death, your spouse is going to be getting some money. Yep. So, so we'll kinda... offer less now because yep. we know we have to pay for two lives. But I, I know where you're going with this, but on the flip side. But on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> so you also have to take in consideration market, um, the market. So when you have an annuity, that monthly income comes in same amount roughly every single month. So let's call it four grand a month. Okay. Comes in every single month. And it doesn't matter if the market has a 20% drop in it, right? So what we've just experienced doesn't affect the annuity payment. That's a big consideration. That can help people sleep at night. It certainly does. We don't know where the market's going to be X amount of years from now, right? Can only guess. Agreed. So, but I'll also tie into that, that inflation erosion is important to consider as well. So not only does market fluctuations, you know, kind of play a role in, okay, do I take the annuity option or do I take the lump sum option? Inflationary erosion does too. So I wanted to give an example of it because it's pretty powerful. Well, and we're definitely in inflation right now. Yes. And for many, many years, we weren't. So it certainly depends. I'm the master at stating the obvious, Marie. <laughs> it depends on what economy we're in. But it, but it does. It does. Yeah. It really does. And so those people that have taken the annuity option, let's say they've taken four grand, they took it two years ago, right? That four yeah. grand goes less. It goes not as far as it did two years ago. So it really does impact um, planning. Oh, yeah. So a 1% annual rate of inflation would reduce the value of a $25,000 yearly pension benefit to 20488 after 20 years. Ooh. So that means 20 years later, your 25000 that you were used to receiving now feels like 20488 with a 1% inflation. Okay. With a 2% annual rate of inflation, that benefit 20 years later would feel like $16,690. That's quite a bit less. Quite a bit less. And what are we looking at nowadays? Three. <laughs> where are we at roughly 3%? Yeah. Annualized, it would be probably closer to 3%. Well, I can't imagine uh, what that would affect. Depending on what years you use as historic. Yeah. So inflation, not good, clearly. Yes. But the reason you're doing this topic today, Marie, is because these are hot topics. As you said at the top of the show, this is our topic today. And Jeff will talk to, about this in the second segment that your clients are calling you with right now. Yes. Yep. What Jeff, do we do, right? Exactly. And Jeff will go through that and take stock of advisor skills. And this is one of our skills. This really is our responsibility to go through these things with you so you can make a, a really smart decision for you, yourself, right? Yeah. Hopefully, the, right? Yes. <laughs> I know I couldn't do it by myself. Yeah. This is why you guys exist. Exactly. Financial advisors. Um, the annuity consideration, also no flexibility in income needs. So you can't call and say, hey, I need extra 20000 this year for a car. Nope. They're going to say, no, you get four grand every single yep. month. Yep. That's what you get. Um, and no inheritance for your beneficiaries if you and your spouse dies. So if you both die a year later, nothing is left anybody else. Correct. That's pretty powerful. Yep, it is. The lump sum consideration. So you do have to manage your money, right? We manage it for our clients, but essentially we need to make sure that if you take the 500,000, let's call it lump sum, 
that that will be there for you for all of your life and help income needs as you progress through retirement. There's tax ramifications, aren't there? No. So you can take a pension lump sum and as long as you put it in a pre-tax, which is an IRA account, it's not taxable. That's fantastic. Yes. If you took the check for yourself, $500,000 to Paul, it would be taxable. (laughs) <laughs> so I can't get rid the no. IRS yeah. that's why they hired all those 80,000 plus <laughs> agents and highly taxable like 40 plus percent you'd be paying yeah. so yeah that'd be don't do that don't do that that's huge <laughs> um, a lot of good stuff here but it also highlights the difference between it reminds me of the lottery Marie am I wrong you get oh, the choice to take the yep you're exactly right. one payment and it's much lower mm-hmm. than if you take the monthly or annual yes whatever they do in the Wisconsin and then tax lottery considerations that's a perfect example you got too. it you have to pay attention so some people just that. say, I don't know. It depends on my age. Who knows if I'm going to croak tomorrow? Give yeah. it all to me now. Yeah. I, I wonder what I would do. I'd probably take the lump sum. What a nice problem to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Winning the lottery. The but lump sum also take in consideration that it's not guaranteed for life, right? So the annuity was guaranteed for your life and most likely your spouse's if you pick that option. Lump sum not. And the lump sum gives you flexibility, right? At any point, if you needed extra money, you can take from your lump sum with for whatever needs you have. You also may be able to keep up with inflation. So if I use that example from before, if you had a 1% inflation rate, that means your portfolio, as long as you did 1%, you were keeping up with inflation. Um, so that those are good key factors to keep in mind. Now, now what if inflation goes away, right? And there's no inflation. Ooh. Do you just say, well, that's the decision I made? In, in other words, once you take a lump sum payout, that's it. You're right. Yes, that decision's final. Correct. There's no either going one. back. Yep. Okay. Either one you have, that's the final decision. Got, okay, so that answers if, my question. If that does happen, um, that's actually advantageous, right? Because your growth is just growth and your expenses, mm-hmm. if they're just staying flat, I mean, you're making more money. So that is advantageous. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't plan on it, but it would be advantageous. And I think the feds, they've hiked the rate several times this year, talking about at least one more possibly this year. Yep. Probably in the fourth quarter, we expect, Marie. Yes. So I would say, and what most people are facing for this annuity versus lump sum option is most companies will post the rate at the end of the year. So typically they're going to use a rate either in November, October, November, December is usually what we find. I would say most commonly October or November. So most people won't know what their new pension lump sum is going to be calculated out till the end of the year. So then they have this short window of do I take the lump sum today and risk, right, having a higher lump sum or annuity option, or do I wait till next year and see is my lump sum going to be That's lower? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Which door do you pick? Door number one yes. or door number two? This is where <laughs> you guys, again, you you do this every day, Marie. If people want to reach out, you gave us a lot of information, pension versus the annuity payout. Call the Koal Investment Group. They've got many, many locations. I have not shared that with you yet. The latest being in Heartland, uh, Racine. And that is at Highway 20 at the exit, right at the freeway in Racine, in Waukesha, the world headquarters, and Port Washington up in Ozaukee County, in addition, Phoenix, Arizona, thekowalway.com for more info online. This year, and we're going to hear from Jeff coming back, but 35 years ago, he started the company. It's 35th anniversary year. 
It's so impressive. Like cool. Thirty-five years. Yeah, that's long? as long as I've been living. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you just shared your age. <laughs> I didn't have to ask. How long have you been there, Marie? I've been there almost four years. Recently, you had what? What are you now? The certified financial, financial planner. planner. Yeah, CFP. So in 2020, I studied and studied and studied, and then I received the CFP, Certified Financial Planner. It's not. It's not easy, is it? It's not easy. No. Uh, and not everybody has some something you might want to ask, right? Correct. Anybody can open up an office and say I'm a fan, financial advisor. Yes. Okay. Great. What What's your background? What did you study? Are you a CFP? Yes. Again, it doesn't mean it's horrible if you're not, but it is. Yeah. It is highly desirable. It is very well put. <laughs> I like that. I remember when you got that and you're on with Jeff. We congratulated yeah. you, and I think uh, not everybody has one, Jeff. Right. <laughs> that designation is a. Is a big deal. Uh, Jeff Kowal, the founder of the Kowal Investment Group, and his son is the president, uh, are both going to join us in the next segment. Marie is the host today. Marie McFarland from the Kowal Investment Group. This is WISN's Retirement Clinic. And Marie, before we take a break, uh, Jeff's got a segment that kind of ties into what you talked about. It is a hot topic, and that is the times we're in, the volatile yes. markets. Yep. So he'll go through skills of your advisor and timing of investing, truly. And that will be next. So we'll take a quick break. Marie's got a lot more coming up. The sexy segment in the second half of the hour. WISN's Retirement Clinic, 10 o'clock every Saturday. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. If you're a business owner or plan to start your own business, then you probably know business insurance is a must. It protects you from the unexpected costs of running a business. Things like accidents, natural disasters, and lawsuits that could run you out of business if you're not protected with the right insurance. While choosing a business structure like an LLC or corporation does does offer you some protection, even that protection is limited. Business insurance can fill in the gaps to make sure both your personal assets and business assets are fully protected from life's unexpected turns. Here are some common types of business insurance you should explore. General liability insurance, product liability insurance, professional liability insurance, and commercial property insurance. Generally, you should insure against things you would not be able to pay for on your own. In addition to finding an independent insurance agent and shopping around for coverage, you will also want to assess your risks and reassess every year as the protection you need may change as your business grows. If you need assistance, give our office a call at 262-522-4040 or visit us at thekowalway.com. These are crazy times to start investing. If you have some additional money coming in, or especially if you're going alone or without a planner. Um, are there things that you could do? You may have money you want to put to work but aren't sure where to start. First thing to consider is how much investable money you have. If you're just starting out and have a few hundred thousand or tens of thousands, you might want to visit a financial advisor or start a financial plan. Once you've accumulated some wealth, once you have hundreds of thousands of dollars, you may require more individualized uh, investment management and advice. Those who handle wealth not only can keep an eye on your financial roadmap and make sure that you don't veer off course, they can also help with advanced tax management, integration with complex compensation plans, more advanced estate planning. 
charitable donation strategy, and even uh, legal considerations, which typically aren't until you hit a certain level of a a assets, level of assets. Uh, Money Mag, um, USA Today did an article in the money section uh, that talked about where to go for financial help and how to get started if you're, if you're looking at changing advisors or if you're looking at uh, starting with an advisor. Um, understand about the industry, your biggest decisions on whom to employ should be based on their knowledge and responsibilities. Insist your investment professional hold a certification, not a license. All of us um, are required to have a license to sell securities or to sell um, insurance, either insurance license or a Series 6 or a Series 7 investment license. But also insist that your investment professional have a higher degree of education. Um, that may be a certified financial planner designation, chartered financial analyst, chartered financial consultant, or other retirement planning or other professional designations. You also want somebody who's honest and upfront on how, they'll com how they're compensated and what uh, incentives there are, if any. First of all, seek written confirmation that you're working with a fiduciary. That's important. And Aaron, my son, keeps on saying that at Cobalt Investment Group, we were following the fiduciary rule long before there was a thing like the fiduciary rule. 35 years, we've always put our clients' interests first. Fiduciaries are always required by law to act in the client's best interest. Some advisors may work for a large firm, as article says, like Fidelity, that requires them to be, be a fiduciary investment advisory services. Um, but be, sh be sure to understand your agreement. A non-fiduciary advisor may recommend investments of products that may pay bigger commissions, which could cost you more. A lot of them are honest to the non-fiduciary ones. But again, at Cowell Investment Group, we are fiduciary advisors. Next is ask for a commitment to a prudent investment rule. That requires management to a manager, uh, investment manager, to diversify, minimize fees, and balance income production and capital appreciation. Um, at, next is ask what strategies are being used to minimize long-term long taxes on returns. We are actively trying to harvest uh, losses at this time. Um, manage gains, manage capital gains, manage income for clients, balance it against um, whether uh, additional income will put you in a higher tax bracket or if it'll create an increase in Medicare premiums. These are all the types of things that we watch out for at the COWAL Investment Group. So we see these situations every day and that's what's really important, that, that when we actively see our clients a couple times a year, we know during the times of the year when they should be doing some things, some things whether it's tax management or estate planning or long-term care or legal issues, tax issues. What are the times during the year that you should pay attention to it? And what decisions that you make can either help or hurt your financial situation. Um, next, they say put those... Uh, who already have investment advice, for those who already have investment advisors, consider seeking a second opinion uh, every couple of years. Again, we welcome that second opinion at the Cowall Investment Group. Marie is excellent at working with the cash flow projections, working with taxes, working with investments, working with our clients in their retirement and investment planning, as uh, is everybody on our team. And that's what separates us from everybody else. When you're looking for financial help, Look for a retirement specialist like we are. 
once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? Uh, that's a sweet spot of what we do at the Kowal Investment Group. And it's interesting because everybody from top to bottom in our firm, everybody talks retirement and investment planning. They all they understand the tax ramifications, how it fits in with estate planning, and how things should be titled. So you, you, when, you have, when you're looking for professional help, look for a team like ours um, that works closely with those who are close to or already in retirement with $750,000 or more. So seek out the Kowal Investment Group. Thank you, Jeff Kowal. His insights before that, we heard from Aaron Kowal in the Boss segment, a weekly feature. But the reason Jeff wanted to talk a little bit on today's show, he spent five or six minutes there, Marie, talking about what you open the show with. What are topics that your clients are calling about? What are they facing in these volatile markets? And then, obviously, what do we do about it, Marie? Yes. So I wanted to wrap up the hot topic, which is the pension versus annuity. Yep. So I did run... A couple cash flows. Cash flows look at current assets, income needs in retirement, how long will my money last? That's very generic, but overall, that's what it's trying to accomplish. And I ran a situation for Aaron and Marie Packer. I, go Pack Go. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so, a, this is a hypothetical It's a situation. hypothetical yeah. situation right. that Marie and Aaron are going to retire at 66. They want to spend 72000 net a year, so after tax. And they're both going to live until age 95. Um, and Aaron has 500000 in a 401k. And then he has the option to take 500000 in a pension lump sum. Or he can take a $2,000 joint life annuity option. So 2000 gets paid a month for joint life. Mm-hmm. Save 75% for me if he passes. And um, the lump sum, right, all of it gets invested. Again, this is... To the rest for the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives, yep. till age ninety five. Okay. Yep. Assuming we both die, then that's what I had to assume. Well, you got to pick a number. <laughs> that's a nice long life, by the way. It is a great life. Yeah, I take it. Yep. Um, so the first scenario shows a seventy five percent probability of success. So what does that mean? So if they took the annuity option, lived till ninety five, spent seventy two thousand net all of retirement, and retired next year at age sixty six. They'd have a 75% probability of success, meaning 75% of the time they didn't run out of money. Right. Um, so that means yeah. 25% of the time at some point in retirement, they ran out of money. So even with the annuity option, it still gave a 75%, which is good. However, if we look at the same scenario with a lump sum option, so they take the 500000 today, it was an 81% probability of success. So Ooh. much higher probability oh, yeah. of success. But at the same time, Put in those other factors, you know, you could be persuaded either way to what fits with you. Mm-hmm. Now, those same two scenarios, but if they die at age 80, looks completely different, right? So if they die at age 80, took the annuity option, it was a 15% probability of success because Aaron died at 80, but Marie lived till 95, and that pension was only 2000 a month, so it just wasn't enough to keep the same cost of living, the same lifestyle that she had before. And I, without getting morbid, 
normally in life, spouses don't die at exactly the same time. Correct. Unless something, accident, yeah. whatever. You get my point. Yep. Normally one goes first and then yes. the second spouse. And for some reason, Marie, you females outlive I us know. males. I was going to say it's sad, but most of the time yep. the male passes before the female. Yep. Life expectancy is about three years more for females yes. in America. Yes. In so, 90s is definitely doable for females. Um, I have quite a few clients in their 90s. Yeah. And then the second thing, so if he had passed at age 80 and they took the lump sum, don't change anything, right? They kept the same amount of income. It gave a 41% probability of success. Not not good. That's not, not good. Not too yeah. confident about that. Correct. Now I did the opposite. So this is what people are running into. So if I retire today, I get the 500000 lump sum. But if I retire next year, there's a possibility it could be reduced I use 20% reduction, which would be 400000 next year. So pros is I get to work one more year and save into my 401ks and all those good things and income for a year. Cons, my lump sum looks different. It's, it does, yeah. So if I ran those scenarios, the first scenario saying, okay, I retired at 66, both Marie and Aaron, 72000 net to live on, and we took the 2000 joint life because that stayed the same. Even though the pension went down, joint life stayed the same. We lived till 95. It was 75% probability of success, so same as before. But if we take in the lump sum that's now 400000 versus the 500000 this year, it dropped it down to 68% probability of success. So, so when you work with your clients, Marie, it, it's not a guessing game, but you, you have to choose which way to go. Yes. You have, you've got to make up your mind. You and, have to I'm make sh- a choice. Yeah. You present them with each option. Yep. And there's multiple factors, right? You have to assume so many things that we'll go through multiple different scenarios of what it could look like. And ultimately, you have to decide what's best for you and your loved ones. Yep. And I guess, you know, it depends on your health too, right? Agreed. What if you What yes. if you're going through some problems? Yes. And you think longevity, it might only be in my 60s or 70s. Okay. Well, that changes things too. So yes. It's a conversation you must have with, with your advisor. And um, so like you said, you can sleep at night. Yep. Uh, what, does, what does Aaron Kowal say? Let's outsource the stress to us. us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meaning the Kowal Investment Group. We'll take care of it. We'll you, take your stress. Yeah. You relax and enjoy that retirement. Yeah. Right? That's what you've worked so hard for. Yes. Uh, that was good stuff from Jeff, from Aaron with business owners. And of course, Marie, uh, I love your topic on on this pension versus annuity payout. Yeah. It keeps on reminding me of the lottery. What? I don't know what to do. I don't know. Well, when you have that. Decision you have to make, you know where to go. You come to me and I'll help you. Call Marie McFarland. You know, we haven't given out that number. Let's do it because the sexy segment's coming up after we take this next break on the retirement clinic. And what's it about today, Marie? Today we're going to talk about learning from other people's mistakes. Oh, that's right. You're not going to it's gonna be a good one. throw anybody under the bus here. Well, actually, I do have real names, but it's court ruling, so (laughs) I can use it. It's public record. It is public Okay, we're going to name names. (laughs) We're going to name names. Marie, that number to call the Kowal Investment Group, 262-522-4040. Definitely call if you've got any questions about your retirement, not just clients, but listeners. That's what... That's what we always talk about. If you got a question, please reach out, 262-522-4040, all over social media. And all of that is linked on the main website. So you want to go to thekowalway.com. With Marie McFarland, your host, here on WISN, I'm Paul Crown Forrest. We'll be right back.
Jay here for the Koal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Do you know higher interest rates can affect the amount of money that you'll receive from your pension? It could mean a smaller lump sum payout. Interest rates go up, lump sums go down. You've worked a lifetime to build your retirement fund, and I think it goes without saying that you want to get the most out of it. So don't waste time. Explore your options with Koal Investment Group today. If you have a pension and you're considering retiring with a lump sum this year or next, your decision is urgent and you'll want to talk to an experienced team. Koal Investment Group has been in the retirement planning business for 35 years. Their team has developed and refined a process that allows them to put the retirement puzzle together in a way that works for you. An initial consultation with their fiduciary advisors will help give you more insight. Don't wait. Call Koal Investment Group for your retirement pension options today at 262-522-4040. That's 262-522-4040. Or visit them online at thekoalway.com. That's K-O-W-A-L, thekoalway.com. Join Trees on the Move this Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 4 for our end of summer landscape and tree sale. Save 30% on all landscape designs and up to 50% off on all big trees. Our designers and technicians are available now to complete that fall landscape or tree project. Big trees, small trees, natural stone and block retaining walls, patio papers, walks, lighting, and much more. So don't miss Trees on the Move's end of summer sale this Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 4. Or find us on the web at treesonthemove.com. From planning to planting, Trees on the Move. We are back. That music tells us it's time for the sexy segment. Today's host on WISN's Retirement Clinic, Marie McFarlane, financial advisor, certified financial planner at the Kowal Investment Group. And All right. When people screw up, maybe yourself, maybe a friend, maybe you learn from mistakes, or so we hope to, Marie. And yes. that's what your focus is today. Especially these mistakes, because they're pretty expensive mm-hmm. mistakes. So the sexy segment, the show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million or more in assets. Um, and again, today's sexy segment is focused on people's mistakes, a.k.a. some horror stories. Um, and I'm getting this information from Ed Slot's September issue, so his article on learning from other people's mistakes. Now, it starts with a quote, which I really found powerful. It said, it's good to learn from your mistakes. It's better to learn from other people's mistakes. And that's Warren Buffett. That is true. So it's very true. Um, So the first one I wanted to go through was an inherited IRA. Now, again, these are court rulings. um, So it's something that's actually happened. And this is a spousal rollover versus an inherited IRA where age matters. Um, so we have Charlotte Gee. She didn't know the rules for an inherited IRA accounts. And so as a result, she took a distribution, which she ended up paying a 10% penalty on a 977000 distribution. Now, for the record, these are real court cases. Real court cases. Public record. Okay. Public records. Yep. And so she was essentially married to her spouse. She is under the age of 59 and a half when her spouse passes. So her husband passes, and he left $2.6 million in an IRA. She wasn't aware of the rules, so she inherited this $2.6 million. Not a bad Not amount. Not a bad amount. $2.6 yeah. And what she did is she rolled it into her IRA. So she took and liquidated his IRA and put the money into her IRA, which was already titled into her name. Yeah. And you can do this. You, It's definitely um, allowable. You can move it into your own IRA. 
However, she forgot that she was under 59 and a half. And so she lost some some opportunities she could have had if she kept it in an inherited IRA. So while she's still under 59 and a half, she can't make qualified distributions from her IRA. Right. Qualified distribution means you need to be 59 and a half or older to take a qualified distribution. Those are one of the qualifications. So she put the $2.6 million into her IRA, and then she turned around and withdrew $977,888 in, very unique number. Oh, yeah, that's an odd <laughs> number. It's a lot. It's, it's just a under lot. a million. Yes. 977,000 and what? Some change. Yep. <laughs> and so she took this as a taxable distribution, which is normal. Anytime you take money out of your IRA, you have to pay tax on that distribution. But she claimed she could use the 10% early withdrawal penalty, which did not apply to her because she was a beneficiary. Oh, and she was under the assumption it did apply. Yes. So she knew about that. Yes. She thought she was doing everything right. Yep. Um, but her assumption was incorrect in the fact that it doesn't apply when you put it into your own name. So had she had kept the account from her deceased husband as an inherited IRA, so still same situation, it's just inherited IRA instead of her own IRA, she could have taken that distribution and not had to pay that 10% penalty tax on the full distribution. That 10%, you know, depends on the amount, but 10% on that amount? That's a pretty significant, right? You peel off almost 100,000 right off the bat. 100K, roughly. Um, That's a lot of money. Just for the 10% penalty tax. That's not even in addition to the income tax that she had to pay. And do you think a financial advisor would know something? Yes. Don't do it this way? Yep. Yeah. Um, And so essentially what we would have done is made sure that she kept that in an inherited IRA. She could have still taken that distribution, right? She could have taken the almost million-dollar distribution, and she would have qualified for that not 10% early distribution charge. Yep, saving herself that 100000 approximately. And then when she became 59 and a half, she could have completed that spells of rollover at that time. Yep. So that was a big one. That's huge. Learn from other people's mistakes. What was her first name? Charlotte Gee. Thanks, Charlotte, for for teaching us all what not to do. (laughs) I mean, you say, well, it's not the end of the world. She's still got a lot of money. Yeah. But a hundred grand is a hundred grand. Yes. Could have saved that. That's a pretty big deal. A big deal in my book. Yep. Okay. We're talking on the sexist segment. If you're just joining us, we are learning from others' mistakes. Correct. Next up. This is another one that has to do with IRAs. Um, This one's Alan Bobro. He, the case has to do with one rollover per year. So before this ruling took place, essentially what you could um, assume from the IRS's standpoint is that you could do a 60-day rollover per year per IRA. This case changed that dramatically where it's now you can do one 60-day rollover per year And it's congregate. So literally, you can only do one per year. You can't do it for multiple accounts. So what Bob Rowe did is he had done numerous distributions from lots of different IRAs and then had rolled them over at different times. So what does that mean? Essentially, what he did is he took, let's say, 100000 from an IRA 
and he had 60 days to get that 100,000 back. Then he took yep. another 50,000 from a different IRA, 60 days to get that back into this IRA. And then when he got to those time frames to get it back into the IRA, IRAs, the IRS said there was created it created confusion and it resulted in the IRS determining that the 60-day rollover window for at least one of his distributions was missed. And so then he had to pay an excess penalty tax because it's considered an excess contribution to your IRA. And, and what is that, a percentage? It is. It's 6% annually. So it, <laughs> if you don't get it out by the end of the year, next year you're going to do the same thing. So it's a pretty significant, 6% doesn't sound significant, but it is significant um, to keep in mind. So now this ruling states that, okay, if you take a 60-day rollover, you can only do a 60-day rollover within 12 months. So one per 12 month. Once a year. Yep, but not calendar year. Sometimes people think, well, I did it March of last year, so I can't do one until January 2023 or, you know, like January of the next year. No, it has to be like 12 month period since your last or how, 12 yep. months from when the day you did it i got it okay so it would have to be the following year after that date um instead of calendar year right so a lot of people think okay between january and december 31st i can only do one no it's one per 12 month period so he, again he was not aware it's just um, i mean when people say ignorant it sounds yes. offensive it's not it's you're ignorant of the facts and in this case the irs is penalizing in both cases quite a bit of money yes this one was an interesting one because it was the way you read what the IRS like stated. So um, this is one of my favorite lines. It says, so the while the ruling directly conflicted with the longstanding IRS position in previous private letter rulings and publication 590 that in, indicted the rule applied separately to each IRA. So it's con it's confirming that that's what it stated. The court was unapologetic. In rejecting a motion to reconsider its decision, the court said taxpayers rely on IRS guidance at their own peril. Oh, that sums it up, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if essentially you're on your own for understanding what the IRS is truly trying to say and hence why the 87,000 <laughs> people are coming out because they have to figure it out too. Um, so this is a pretty big one. So making sure that if you do a 60-day rollover, right, a check was made to you, you have to get that back into the account within 60 days, and you're only allowed to do one per 12-month period. Um, so we can learn from others. We got a minute or two before we break. Kind of give us your own thoughts. Sum this up. Um, we want other people to make the mistakes so we can learn from it. Yes. But you certainly don't like seeing people get penalized this much by the IRS. This is something that you, and as an advisor, are aware of. Yes how to do these rollovers so that you're not penalized. Correct. And I think that plays into perfectly exactly what Jeff was mentioning, right? So the skills of your advisors are really important. And it's important that when you make these decisions, which can have lasting effects all different ways, tax penalties, et cetera, et cetera, that you work with us to help you go through those and make the proper decision for your unique situation. A lot of people do their own retirement plan and they, you know, I've got a 401k, I see it growing and I will be just fine. And then something like in retirement, it doesn't stop. The planning does not stop, Marie. 
Correct. So if mm-hmm. you're looking to do rollovers or, or you know, help out, I mean, charitable contributions, we talk about all these things. The penalties from the IRS, if you do screw up, can be quite significant. Yeah. And it can play a big p- impact on the retirement you had planned for versus the retirement that you possibly might have now because of that situation. Did uh, That was a good sexy segment. Marie McFarland, horror stories. Did Jeff tell you I like those? He did. <laughs> and you probably, well, we've done the show enough together that you know I like oh, those. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> as long as you learn from them, that's the most important part. Exactly. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to come back with Marie McFarland to reach out to the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, all that social media stuff we talk about. Marie, you're on all of it. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Twitter. Yes, yeah. so make sure to check that out. And our website, thekowalway.com. K-O-W-A-L, com. Locations in Waukesha, Port Washington, Racine. The newest is in Heartland. And, of course, we mentioned Phoenix, Arizona as well, thekowalway.com. Or call 262-522-4040. With your host of the Retirement Clinic, Marie McFarland, I'm Paul Cronforce. We'll be right back. Marie McFarland and wrapping up this week's retirement clinic. It's every Saturday, 10 to 11 a.m. Marie was your host today. Marie, a slew of topics. We heard from Jeff Kowal, Aaron's boss segment, and your hot topic, what what your clients are calling the Kowal Investment Group. And for people that tune in late, sum it all up, Marie. They're calling you about what? They're calling us about their annuity versus lump sum options when it comes to retiring. So again, interest rates are going up, which usually means your lump sum payout will go down. So it's truly looking at, does it make sense to retire now? And then also, does it make sense to take the annuity option or the lump sum option? Sometimes, is it doing what you call, I hear this term a lot with certified financial planners like yourself, a cash flow analysis? Yes, it does. That's one of the aspects of it, but I would say a pretty big one because it helps people see things visually. But it is going through a cash flow analysis and understanding, okay, if I make this decision, how does it affect the rest of my decisions? If I make, if I go this way, yep. how does it affect everything else? And so every, I mean, every week on the show, we focus on retirement and just depending on your, not even, it, regardless of your age, I guess, Marie, it's never too late to start planning. Agreed. And saving. Never too late to start planning and saving. Most importantly, saving. Never right. too late to start saving. Yes. Start now. Agreed. If you're, if you're 22 and it's your first job out of college, start. If you're 18 and you're in the skilled trades, start. Yes. Start putting money away for your own retirement. Believe me, I'm old now and it's, it works. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and, wow, that's pretty cool. It actually does work. It's the old Seinfeld line, which I think Jeff gets sick of me mentioning on the show. It's the, but the power of compound interest, Jerry. It's an amazing thing. It is an but amazing thing. It, it works. So, yes, yeah, save. Uh, with regard to retirement planning, reach out to the Kowal Investment Group. Monday through Friday, you hear the market updates. Marie and a cast of many, many, other, too many employees to mention. You all do a great job. Uh, during the 3 and 5 p.m. news blocks, during the Mark Belling show. And then this show is every Saturday at the Retirement Clinic. Marie will give the phone number out, and then I thank you for a wonderful show. Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you. We'll have you back on the program soon, and we'll be hearing you during those afternoon reports. Yes. So have a good weekend, Marie. You too. Thanks, Paul.
My thanks to the Kowal Investment Group, to Marie McFarlane, and to you for joining us. Here's that number at the Kowal Investment Group, 262-522-4040 and thekowalway.com. This is WISN Milwaukee. News coming up next. Thank you.